You're listening to Engage Arizona, public policy for daily life. As part of our ongoing series on the beauty in school choice, today we're going to be talking with a mom who is in public school, who has her children in public school, at public district schools. I need to really learn to say we've got public schools that are district and charter schools. Today we're talking about district schools. And at Center for Arizona Policy, we support parents in what their school choice is. So whether they're in district, charter, homeschool, online, private schools, we want to support the parent in making that choice. And at Center for Arizona Policy, we have supported Prop 123 that was more money for the public schools. We've also supported some other measures to, um, for the public schools. So um, today, I'm delighted to have with me Darcy Brady, who is a mom and who has um, two children. But tell us a little bit first about your children. Well, Chloe, she's 13 years old, and she's going into the 8th grade. Zane is 12, and he's going into the 7th grade. Both do very well academically and um, athletic, fun, your typical kids, although Chloe acts like she's 30. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Girls at that age, right? Right. right. So um, you have chosen, you and, you and your husband have chosen public school, um, district school. So just share um, why. I mean, just the first, like, when, for the mom out there or the dad out there that's thinking, okay, I'm not sure what school... What have you seen that has, you know, what, what led you to public schools, I guess, district well, schools? Well, our original plan had always been to send our kids to a Christian school. But when we moved many years ago, we ended up in a neighborhood that had one of the most coveted public schools in the valley. So we thought we would give it a try. Our nephews had gone there, and we knew that their kindergarten teacher would be a Christian, um, a great lady. Uh, we knew her personally, so we felt really comfortable. We were already paying money in our taxes for them to go there, so we thought we'd give it a shot. I think sometimes people forget that public schools that there put there are many teachers in there who would share the same values as the parents. Right. And so that's been your experience at least some of the time. Uh, a majority of the time it has been. Um, great teachers. The school had a lot to offer. The administration was great. A lot of traditional values that were held in the school. Pledge of allegiance was said every morning. Um, the kids recited the preamble. So just. A lot of things that we were looking for and didn't think we would find, we actually got. So when you were looking at the public school, what did you, I mean, what do you recommend as far as like going and checking out the school and, and like what to look for? I mean, did you go visit the school? Did you meet with, with anyone? How did that process go? We did. I, our, our first um, entree was, of course, meeting with the kindergarten teacher uh, and talking with her. And then we met the principal um, and kind of walked the campus. And you can go in and you can do a tour and meet with other teachers as they're progressing in their, their grades. Um, and that's kind of what we looked for. If we felt comfortable, if we felt like they valued what we valued, that's what we were looking for. Were there opportunities to participate, to volunteer in the classroom, to do field trips? I mean, what kind of parental involvement opportunities did you have? Tons. I was involved with the PTSO, so I was involved in a little bit of everything. I volunteered in the kids' classrooms, making copies, folder Fridays, doing the prize boxes, anything I could do to stay active and see what was happening at school. Mm -hmm. And that was welcome, no problems? Not at all. I think it's much appreciated. More parents need to do it. <laughs> that's right. Well, I think that's what we, sometimes we talk about parents' rights, and we leave off the parents' responsibilities. Right. That if you want to have your rights respected or your values respected, then you also have a responsibility to engage and be active. Absolutely. Um, share about the academics. How are the academics? Uh, my kids thrived. Uh, in fact, when we left the public school for a short time and went to a Christian school, they went in and did the testing uh, to get accepted into the Christian school, and their testing was off the charts. So obviously our public schools were doing something right, mm -hmm. and of course the kids are bright, which helps, but um, 
they, the curriculum was good, uh, the kids learned a lot, and they stepped right into the curriculum at Northwest Christian. And then you went, so now, but now the children, your, your two children are going back to public schools, to district schools, right? They are. My daughter went back last January, and I think the one thing we found is if we were going to do a private school, we probably should have started in kindergarten um, because it's such a close-knit family, and the kids have been there, most of them, since they were in kindergarten, so, and they come from all over. So you don't have that neighborhood friend, somebody to walk home with because the school was so far away and kids were coming to the school from all over the valley. And I think that's where my daughter in particular felt like she was struggling. She didn't have that one person to walk home with or you know, say come over and do homework. Everything had to be planned well in advance because it was a drive for whatever parent had to do it. Now, sometimes I think you know, some parents might be thinking, oh, that's going to be one of the problems in public school is that the other, the other students. But your children have found... Um, friends that you have been you know, pleased with, that it hasn't created problems? Oh, no, they have wonderful friends from their public school. Kids, kids from kindergarten they still are in contact with. And we're involved with the families, which I think makes a big difference too. So when we were there, we really felt like we had a family. And when we left, even though we felt we were making the right decision, we felt like we were leaving a family. Mm-hmm. So what about um, you know, concerns or like any negatives that you had in the district schools? My biggest frustration, I think, is that um, an anonymous letter could be written to the district and traditions that had been held for 30 years would be shut down or had to be changed. You know, just for an example, my kids participated in a Thanksgiving program when they were in kindergarten. It was adorable. You had the pilgrims and you had the Indians and you had the preachers. And one of the comments the preachers made a couple of times, just like each, each one of them had to say something, but they would say, praise the Lord. And the district received an anonymous letter about saying praise the Lord. And the program either had to be canceled or changed. And I was discouraged that one anonymous person could change something that everybody else held so near and dear. Well, and that's an important thing to note is that if you do have your children in a district school, that you do have rights. I, mean, I mentioned the rights earlier, but that um, the example, you always think of like if there's a show and tell project or something, or like you're given an assignment, um, write a biography, and a student wants to write a biography of, say, Jesus Christ or Paul or, or something like that, that if it's an open-ended assignment, the school can't say, oh, no, you can't do a bio on Jesus um, when maybe you could be doing a bio on a president or you know whatever else it might be. And the same with show and tell, that if a child wants to bring in um, you know, a Bible or something that's of a religious nature, or, or the things like, like wearing a cross around your neck or, or a T-shirt that might have a saying, that the school can't just automatically say no to that. And they don't. My kids felt free to do that. They wore their Christian shirts. Um, they participated in Girls of Grace and Warriors of Faith, which was something that was provided on campus before school, and we loved that. So we felt like we were getting some of the best of both worlds. Um, I guess the biggest thing is we saw things happening in junior high that we had hoped we could avoid by switching them to a Christian school before we had planned, because our original thought then was, was to put them in, in high school. But with the things we were seeing, we thought, well, let's give them a little bit of a chance to make friends, not have that awkwardness when they go in high school, and bypass some of the things that we see junior high kids do, because the Christian school has a zero-tolerance policy. So what about um, bullying? Did you see much bullying going on in the, in the district schools, or has that, been, has that been a problem at all? I hear a lot of it in the, the year and a half, two years that we were gone. I think they've reached that age 
which is why we wanted to leave and not be a part of that, um, that it's happened to a lot of kids. But I think there's a lot of parents that are involved too to try to bring a, an end to it. And the administration's been really good to try to bring a stop to it. Unfortunately, those kids are there and are rarely removed from the school. And that's why a Christian school gives you the opportunity. If something happens, it's zero tolerance and they're gone. Of course, the, the thing to note, too, is that the state law does require every school district to have a policy so that if there is an issue with a bully or, you know, someone who is being bullied, that the school is supposed to be, you know, ready to, to respond to that and, and those types of things. What well, if your children were here, what would they say about their experience in district schools? I think they loved it. We had the administration at Oakwood, the school that the kids attend, um, is very active, very fun, gets in involved with the kids assemblies and makes fools of themselves and the kids find it hilarious and um, the teachers are all loving approachable um, good friends good families and it really is a sense of community which is why 60 percent of the population at Oakwood Elementary variances in oh they for, through open enrollment is that mm -hmm. what you said okay because it's a coveted um, local school it is so and that's an important note, too, that when we talk about school choice, that what open enrollment means is that you can go from one um, public school district to another that you can petition in to be able to go. So if you're in, say, you know, one district and you'd rather be in another district school, that there is that opportunity. So pe people have been able to get into your school that way. They have. I mean, we're an older neighborhood, and it's kind of gone up and down. So the population of children was low. And mm -hmm. so they, they now, 60% of the kids that attend come from out of area. So that's a, so if you're a parent that's thinking about you know, whether you're putting your child in a district school, you need to do your research and see Absolutely. if maybe your local public school is not the one that you would like for your kids to children to be in, that you may have another opportunity and check Absolutely. what's around you. And because certainly some of those neighborhood schools are not that far apart. Right. So you wouldn't be driving that far to take your child to another school. But we have people that drive to my neighborhood from Surprise, which is quite a distance. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's because parents want to give their child the best education and that's that's what school choice is about is finding the school that best meets your child's needs right yeah um what um what else have we not talked about as far as the um well have you um have you had access to the curriculum any issues with trying to review what's going on in the schools or any assignments that you were concerned about there's been a few assignments that i've questioned and i've talked to the administration about it and i think that it was addressed um for the most part, I think they're willing to hear what you have to say. I haven't seen anything that was so repulsive that I had to pull my child out or mm -hmm. say they absolutely cannot participate in this. But it might take speaking to my child and say, you need to look at it this way. Nothing that I was fearful of them doing. Well, and that's it's important to note that if there is something that, that the parent does not want the child participating in, you can opt your child out of that class and the, the school will make an accommodation. Right. Did you, have your children been in a grade yet where they've had sex education? Well, fortunately, that was when we were at... <laughs> you were, you were <laughs> not in the district schools. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Right. So, so right. that was good. Yeah. Well, and that's why I bring that up probably because for parents to especially be aware that you have to opt your child into sex education in a district or a charter school that so you have to sign that permission slip so that you as a parent would know and have access to the curriculum and what's going on and, right. and those types of things okay you mentioned girls of grace and what was the other one for warriors of faith so tell boys. us what what are those two they meet on wednesdays girls of grace is for the girls and it's mm -hmm. fifth grade through eighth grade and then same for the boys warriors of faith same same age level they meet in the library or sometimes in the open area on the campus um, at 7 15 
before school starts, which is at 8 o'clock, um, and they have speakers that come in. They share with each other their faith, Bible studies, um, just a, a beautiful program to have on a public school. Who leads it? I mean, or who, who uh, organizes A teacher it? has to volunteer, and it happens to be our kindergarten teacher that we moved to, <laughs> to the neighborhood and, mm-hmm. and went with. And so that has been in, what, what grade levels has that been in? Fifth through eighth. Okay, that's what you said that. Well, that's really encouraging to hear because years ago, we had a school district in the Valley that was not going to allow a Bible club to be in the school um, for the the middle school, for the junior high level. And so we were able to pass a law that basically says that if the the school has other clubs, other extracurricular clubs available, they cannot say no to something that's of a religious nature. And so it's encouraging to hear that there's, um, it was a problem that needed to be solved, it got solved, and then then it's having benefits. you know, to students along the way. Absolutely, and a majority of the girls I know are involved in the program, which is great. And that's really sweet, and yeah, that that's um that's important to note. I'm curious to um do, does your school have you seen the um see you at the poll days where they have the prayer um, time? Have you seen any of that happen in the school? I haven't seen okay. that. Um, I know they did at Northwest Christian, and again, I'm I'm kind of bouncing between right. the yeah. two schools mm-hmm. because one's just going back this year, and the <laughs> other one went back halfway through mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. So um, to just kind of wrap up, what's what's been the most rewarding thing? If you were, you know, to the mom or dad out there that, okay, I'm going to put my children in district school, what's been the most rewarding thing that you've seen in your children? Um, I think the sense of community. I think knowing the friends in the neighborhood, the people that they can bring home with them. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a big family. The people that are, the, the parents that are active in the school, we're all friends with. Um, the administration's been wonderful. The teachers are great. Um, but I think it's a matter of getting involved and seeing what's going on and making sure your child's where you want them to be. And I think people don't realize they have the flexibility. If you have a teacher that's not working for your student, move your student. You don't have to leave the school. You can move to another class. But they're approachable and they understand. Personalities don't always mix. And and I think if people take advantage of that and are involved and can see what's happening, they'll have a much better experience. I think that's so much the key to invo- is involvement. And I think that's true of any school choice. That I think, you know, a parent who thinks, oh, they're going to put their child in a private school setting or in a charter school that's been highly recommended and think, oh, it's all going to be okay. No, as a parent, you have an obligation, a privilege, an opportunity to make sure that you're involved in what's going on. And I was blessed to be in that situation. And I know some people don't have it, but it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, thanks so much for being with us today. Um, um, great, great points to make um, for those parents who are trying to, you know, seek what what's the best school option for their children. So thanks so much for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you.